Hey, welcome to the podcast. Um, today we're going to be doing an introduction on um, what is real estate investing and uh, kind of move forward on this beginner's guide for you guys. Uh, before we get started, I want to make sure that you understand I am not a legal or financial advisor. The information provided in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as financial or legal advice. You should always consult with a qualified financial or legal advisor before making any investment or legal decisions. So now I'll let the legal stuff's out of the way. Let's dive in. So. The first thing that we're going to cover here is what is real estate, right? Or what is real estate investing, more importantly? Um, it's a pretty basic question, but the answer is probably a little bit more complex than what most people think. Um, in its simplest form, real estate investing is the process of buying, managing, and selling real estate properties for profit. Um, it's a great way to build wealth over time. Uh, real estate tends to appreciate over time and many types of real estate investing. So, um, plenty of different entry points and ways for you to get in there. Um, we're going to cover them all here in this channel over the course of the next couple of episodes, but um, obviously you can get into the quick wholesaling, you know, just selling the paper um, investing side of real estate. You can um, purchase properties to, uh, to fix and flip or to buy and hold. Um, if you're going to buy and hold them, you can rent them out to uh, short-term tenants, mid-term tenants, long-term tenants. You can rent them out to commercial tenants. Um, you know, you can buy residential, you can buy land, you can buy commercial, you can buy industrial, uh, multifamily. I mean, the, the list goes on and on on the different things that you can buy and, um, and, and do any of them wholesale, fix and flip, buy and hold. Um, <clears throat> so they're all great strategies. Um, there's 500 different ways to buy it. I, I don't know if it's actually 500, but we'll go through it in this, uh, through it in here and put a number on that. I promise you, um, on the different ways that you can buy and sell real estate. Um, some of them require a little bit of cash to no cash. Some of them require a lot more cash, a lot more skin in the game as the guys in real estate call it. Um, so Really and truly, my mentor, when I first got into it, he asked me a really simple question just to kind of get a base of where I am. And it's what I ask new investors every time that I have a conversation with them. And that is plain and simple. Do you have more time to invest or more money to invest? You'll realize as you go, as we go through this, that those, um, that your time is just as valuable as your money, sometimes more valuable than your money. Um, so that's a delicate balance and you want to put a value on your time. Um, when you're real estate investing. Um, so just make sure that you're, you're keeping an open mind. Um, the biggest thing when you're first getting into real estate is the shiny object syndrome, right? There's so many different options for you to do. And uh, where, where do I go? What do I do? Um, that time versus money is probably the most important decision that you have. Um, effort versus money. Um, you know, do you want to go out there and knock on doors and spend hours out in the sun, um, getting doors slammed in your face because, you know, the, the bank account isn't looking quite right. That's completely fine. You can do that and you can make really, really good money in real estate doing it that way and find some amazing deals that you couldn't find with a, a huge bankroll. Um, 
some people are a lot more passive and they want to be able to just pick up a property, hand it over to a manager and, and collect the cash on cash return for it. Either way is very viable. It just depends on the person. Cool. Now that we know what real estate investing is, we've got to figure out why the hell we want to do it, right? What kind of benefits are there? Um, the first one is probably that we're going to have a potential, and I do emphasize the word potential for high returns. Um, real estate has historically outperformed other asset classes over the long term. Um, the Dow Jones, you know, NASDAQ, the stock market in general, um, banks, interest rates, um, Real estate always te tends to have a better return, even in a down market, um, because it's it's kind of like that wave pattern. Um, even on a down market, it's going to go back up, and it's been a progressively growing curve um, for the last, what, 200 years or however long you want to go back and track it. Um, and the potential for high returns as well, and that's going to be based on your location, part of the country, right? Like I'm, I'm coming to you from Morgantown, West Virginia. I was originally uh, from Richmond, Virginia. Um, so this kind of central East Coast area, um, and then Mountain East Coast area that I'm in. Um, you know, those two markets in themselves, extremely, extremely different. Uh, you talk about things like New York City, Dallas, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, Sacramento, California, Los Angeles, Miami, Chicago, um, you know, big metros like that compared to a place like Morgantown or, or maybe Wheeling, West Virginia, right, or Omaha, Nebraska. Um, you're going to see a big difference in the return numbers, uh, but the return percentages can be pretty, pretty consistent across the board. If you can get a 20% ROI, maybe you're doing a good job in that area, right? Um, obviously, it depends on what you're doing. If you're doing little to no work and just wholesaling and selling paper and you got it where you can find deals relatively easily and you can sell them even easier because there's a lot of investors in that area, um, then maybe it will take a a smaller return just to um, to keep it going, right? Volume and numbers. Um, or maybe you're doing all the work yourself. You're the one swinging the hammer. You're the one going to Lowe's or Home Depot every day and picking up materials. You're the one laying the floor and hanging the cabinets and painting the walls. Um, then you're going to want a much higher return on your investment to do all of that when you go to flip that property. But obviously that work is going to get rewarded. Um, you get tax benefits with real estate. Um, you absolutely do. Things like depreciation, deductions, capital gains, taxes can be deferred out if they're done correctly. Um, there's a lot of different things um, that you can deduct. And, and um, I am not the person to talk about the different tax deductions and the tax benefits. What I have, though, is uh, some of the best in the industry that, um, that work for me and um and for my business partners and uh, when we get to those types of situations where we want to talk about f building your team out um, and finding out what is best for you they will absolutely be a part of this series and they'll be able to educate you not only on the things that they look for but also how they would go about locating and finding the right one in your area and um, probably offer their expertise to you guys as well um 
the last thing is probably inflation protection, um, kind of protects your money, right? Um, you got your money tied up in real estate. Things go up now all of a sudden instead of four fifty for a two by four, it's eight fifty for a two by four. Good news is is that the price of the house is also increasing. Um, perfect example in COVID is that happening? We you know we bought a house we thought we were gonna be lucky to get out of it for one hundred eighty thousand when we were all said and done. Um, made the offer based on that and got it accepted and started the work. We did um, quite a bit of work to the house and. Um, Fully remodeled it, ready to put it on the market. We had it ready to go in three and a half months, so just over a hundred days that we had it um, under contract or under renovation. Um, went to go pull comps about a week before we were ready to stage and put it on the open market, and uh, we're pleasantly surprised that in four months, instead of one hundred and eighty thousand, we were saying, "Hey, we could maybe get." 240,000 for this property. Um, you know, crazy time in COVID that it was. Uh, that's just the way that it, the cards fell. So we were super excited about it. Put it on the market at 239.9. In less than 24 hours, we had three offers. And one of the offers actually had a contingent or a uh, escalation clause where they would have gone $35,000 over asking. Um, so was a great, great deal. Great time, right? Yes. All of my two by fours cost more, um, through that renovation. Every single one of my windows costs more. Uh, my flooring costs more. My paint costs more. My shingles cost more. Every single item to fix that house cost me more. And I was absolutely over budget, but it did not matter because I was protected because the real estate was gaining value as well. So worked out pretty good. All right, Seth, everything sounds amazing. I want to get in it right now, right? That's what you're thinking when we start talking about all the different benefits and the ability to make money. And even when prices are going up, I'm still going to make even more money than I thought I did, right? Um, hang on one second, right? You got to think about the risks as well. You're never going to get something for free. Um, there's always risks involved with any type of investing. Um, so just be careful, right? The three biggest risks that I kind of look at is first, I call it illiquidity instead of liquidity. Most of the time, no, not all the time, but most of the time, you're going to have cash tied up in this real estate. Um, now, as creative as you can get to get the least amount of cash in that property as possible, that's probably going to help. Some people, doesn't matter. But let's say that... You got $50,000 tied up in a, to a property and then something comes up and, you know, you really need to tap into that money to be able to do something else, to take advantage of another investment or, you know, there's going to be, um, you know, a major repair that needs in your personal residence or, or a family emergency, whatever it is, right? And, um, and you need access to that cash. It's not necessarily going to be just going to the bank and pulling it out, Um going to be possibly difficult to sell depending on the market and uh, that's kind of the second risk right is the market um, just because like in covid everything was amazing and everybody got scared and you know i mean uh fright kind of breeds opportunity and if you were on the right side and, and you understood the risks and, and you took and you went with action 
especially in the beginning of COVID, you, you found some amazing deals and they just got better over time um, because the market just exploded. It didn't grow. It exploded in 95% of the country. So now at the tail end of COVID that we are here that I, I say in the very far end that we've already passed over, but nonetheless, that's not a discussion for this podcast. Um, I would say that, you know, there are a good portion of some markets that are do, are seeing a downturn. And I don't even know if it's necessarily a downturn. We'll get into that a lot more later, but um, prices are going down, right? The days on market are going up. Um, interest rates have a lot to do with that. Instead of 3.2%, now people are paying 7.5% APR. Um, so there's a lot of things going into the market some markets are not being affected as much as others, but that goes to how broad this nation really is with all the different markets. Um, you know, here locally, I would say that our market is is not as hot as it once was, um, but it's still super, super hot. It's very easy to sell properties on MLS um, if they're done correctly. Um, so the last one would be tenants. Um it's a risk and a reward. I've had tenants. I have tenants. I have excellent, excellent relationships with many, many of my tenants. Some of them I have not, right? Um, I would say that for the most part, I think of it as a positive experience because I'm able to provide housing to someone who couldn't go out and buy their own. Um, I'm able to provide it at a little bit more of an affordable rate than some. Um, and I make sure that you know, my properties are, are done right. I don't want deferred maintenance and stuff like that in my properties. And that's getting into something down the line, but I don't want that stuff. So when we go in to fix a property ready to have it rented, we make sure it's done and it's done right. So we're providing quality housing. We do it at a um, affordable rate. You know, we're not going to gouge it by any stretch of the imagination. We're not going to give it away for free either. And um, we give them a good quality of living. Some tenants don't pay their rent to damage your property. Um, you know, you got a $800 security deposit. They do $15,000 worth of damage uh, and they hadn't paid you for six months and they get evicted. Well, they probably don't have the money to pay that back, even if you take them to court and sue them. So just know that there is that risk. Um, we'll talk about how to talk to your tenants, how to find your tenants, how to screen your tenants and um, set yourself up for the most success. But it is a risk. It's somebody else's somebody else that has your property and your money in their hands every time that they go to sleep at night. Right, we went over the benefits, we went over the risks, and we're going to deep dive into that. Those aren't all the benefits. Those definitely are not all the risks, but you got a pretty good idea. Now the question is, what can I buy? Where can I buy it? How can I buy it? What can I do with it? How do I make money, man? That's what's important, right? Um, and that's a loaded question or a loaded couple of questions, and that is what this podcast is all about. Um, different types of real estate investing. Like I put them into classes, single family homes, um, and then the multifamilies, the small multifamilies, duplexes, triplexes, and quads. Um, then the larger multifamilies, we're talking about the 50, 60, 100 unit complexes um, that you can get into 
commercial real estate. Obviously, the big multifamilies fall into commercial real estate along with everything else, like uh, your strip malls and your um, your storage units, your industrial space, your warehouse space, your retail space, your office space, mixed use, right? Um, I love um, in areas where uh, you can get some downtown, some decent properties. I love to be able to put a commercial space um, with residential space above it. Uh, there's a lot of buildings out there, a lot of buildings that uh, you can buy for a really good price and you're able to put three, four, five, six streams of income together um, in a property. That's that's what I really enjoy. Um, you know, and then obviously, you know, you can put into these hedge funds and, um, and different things and invest, let them do all the work for you. Just put your money to work that way um, and sit back super passive. Um, not to mention um, private lending, lending through a 401k, um, you know, hard money lending, you know, actually reaching out to investors to actively search for jobs to lend to. Um, you know, so there's all different types of investments and things like that. I also add probably towards the front end of things, right? But something that can be an excellent income generating, but I do absolutely consider it as a type of investment is wholesaling real estate. Um, no, you're typically not going to be investing money into wholesaling real estate unless you're going to run a huge business where you're trying to do a lot of volume and a lot of deals and you need to spend time on marketing and you know, CRMs and, and everything that go along with it, which I know an awful lot about because it's something that I do on a daily basis. Um, but to actually wholesale just a property, to take a property, put it under contract and sell it to another investor, sell that contract to another investor, um, does not take a lot of money. It does take a lot of effort, does take a lot of time. Um, and every deal is different, of course, but I do consider it an investment because it is not just a quick boom, boom, thank you, give me my money type situation like a lot of people are going to tell you that it is. It's, um, there's just a lot of people out there that say that, you know, wholesaling super easy and wholesaling is the way to go to make quick cash. And um, I can tell you firsthand that everything in this business takes commitment. Everything in this business takes some work and some dedication. Um, it's a true test of whether or not you actually are an entrepreneur when you start getting into real estate. Uh, but it's super, super rewarding once you uh, figure out your niche and you're able to get in there and, and really start growing your business. All right, let's wrap it up. Thanks for hanging out until the end, guys. Please, if you feel like we bring value to your business with this channel, hit that subscribe button for us. Also, we love comments. We love feedback. So um, if you have any questions or any topic suggestions moving forward, hit us up in the comments. Put the word orange in front of your comment for this episode. That'll let me know that you stayed all the way to the end and hung out, and I'll make sure to get to your comments first. Um, also, if you're looking for more information, go out there, search for your local real estate investors association or REIA, R-E-I-A. They are great resources for you guys. I run a small group here in Morgan. 
Germantown, West Virginia. If you're in the area, come on out, check us out. We meet once a month on the fourth Thursday of every month. I'll provide links for our Facebook and our meetup pages in the description. Come check us out. Love to see you out there. Um, and if you're in my old stopping grounds down there in Richmond, Virginia, there's a great group there that I help out as well. Help run that. Been affiliated with that group for a couple of years now. Um, they're Chesterfield Rhea. I'll give you links in the description for them as well. All right, guys. Thanks again for stopping by. Post your comments. Hit that subscribe. And until the next time, remember, if opportunity isn't knocking, build a damn door.